Hey, who do you think would win a fight? Well, what do you mean? Well, if you and I ever got into like a really serious fight, you know, and the punches started flying, who do you think would win? Well, I think that's pretty obvious. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. The bat is dead. Bury it. Fight back! You coward, fight back! You just started a war. Dark fire will not avail you. Flame of Udun! Never give up. Never surrender. We must fight. You've always run away from a fight. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so and you know it. What's up, Who Would Winners, and welcome to episode number 134 of the Who Would Win cast, the podcast that analyzes fictional fights between familiar faces. My name is Steve. And my name is Minecraft Steve, a.k.a. Chris. <laughs> oh, imposter. That's why I picked him. Same name as you. It's going to be very confusing when you're referring to Steve in this episode. Are you going to refer to it as Minecraft Steve? I haven't decided yet. Uh, <laughs> all right. I'm just going to go with it. Okay. We'll let the listeners try to decipher who, who you're referring to in the different situations. I feel like by, you'll be able to tell by context. That's true. Hopefully. I actually never knew. I know nothing about Minecraft. And there was this meme going around. I think you sent it to me. And it said, like, nice people are named Steve or something like that. And it had, yep. like, Steve Rogers and whatever. And, and he was on there, but I did not know that was a thing. And I was very confused by that. So hopefully you'll uh, enlighten me a little bit. I'll try. Episode. I'll try. I'm not an expert, but I dabble in the Minecraft world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, is that what you would call it? The Minecraft world? Is there worlds within the Minecraft world? Or oh boy, yes, there are. There are many different Minecraft servers. Okay, like realms Stem. or the realms is a thing in Minecraft. Oh wow! I mean, I don't know. You can think of it like that too. It's like there's a technical thing called realms. It's like just conceptually though, like there's different. You could have like okay. So there's like the the base vanilla game, but then there's like tons of mods. Like you could play on like a like a Harry Potter modded Minecraft server that has like magic spells Ooh. and like a castle. Oh, interesting. There's you could do anything. Whatever your imagination is the limit. So when it comes to Minecraft, is the main purpose to build? Like, would you say that is like the number one uh, objective? I I guess so. I mean the the purpose of the game is to have fun. I would say. Okay. I, I would, you could do I, that in m different ways, but most of them would involve building. Okay. Because I just assumed that it was like a virtual Lego world where you just build things out that's, of blocks. That's, that's fair. Like when you said sword, like you have, like we were talking before we started recording, swords and the dragon and yeah. and spells, like never knew any of that stuff. I just... Well, the spells is, is, a, is like a mod thing. Okay. The swords and the dragon are in the base game, regular oh. game. Okay. Wow. Yeah, there's a lot of like customizability. In it. Our school has a Minecraft club, and I know a lot of the kids are, are into it. Well, maybe after this, you'll be able to talk to them and be like, hey, have you killed the Ender Dragon? And they'll be like, of course, we're not noobs. <laughs> Come on. Or be like, be like, man, those creepers are annoying, huh? Is that a th like, that's a thing? Yeah. And All they'll right. be like, yeah, Steve gets us. He's a cool teacher. Yeah, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop that. I'm going to say you guys are acting like creepers. No, no, don't say no, that. Don't do, say that. You don't so, want to call them a creeper. So it's not like you're acting sus or anything so like that? Actually, you know what? Be careful with talking about creepers in a school. They're basically like suicide bombers. Oh, they're, these, okay. they're the green things. Have you seen them in like... Yes, I have. In, so yes, they, yes. They, when they get close to you, they explode. Okay. And they like can explode your stuff. So how should I bring that up then in a public school? 
Actually, maybe don't. Okay. So yeah. I should just not talk Minecraft. Um, let me see. There's like skeleton archers, if you can work that into okay. the conversation. All right. Okay. There's like... Um, what else? There's like uh, Endermen. They're these like... Um, like black they're like all uh, like all black and they can teleport and shoot you with like so, right. purple stuff i think okay <laughs> i don't know all right well that's gonna be my goal next episode we do i'm gonna report back and see how i applied even though we only have two weeks left in the school year i'm gonna see how that's, i have applied that's perfect you know. you'll have some downtime at the end of the year exactly maybe you could ask him what's the coolest thing they've built in minecraft i should put that as like the extra credit question on the final exam or just in the middle of the final exam, I should just put a random Minecraft question and or see for next how they year. Because I don't know if you have enough time this year. If you need, if a kid needs extra credit, you can say build a historical Ooh, building in Minecraft. That's right. Build the Sistine Chapel. Build the White House. Yeah, that, they're pretty big. I, mean, I was thinking Something maybe start them off with like the Liberty Bell. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Like make it. Don't make it a huge thing. Gotcha. All <laughs> right. If, maybe if they need a lot of points, like yeah. if they really need to pass. Yeah. That, then we'll go that route. I like it. All right, so before we'll we'll, we'll, come, we'll circle back, we'll circle back to uh, to Minecraft uh, because we have some poll results to go over from our previous episode, and we we had uh, some good responses. We had uh, the Flash versus Sonic the Hedgehog a couple weeks ago, and currently the vote is standing at fifty five percent for the Flash and forty five percent for Sonic the Hedgehog. Now this vote. It's close. It's close, but it also shifted because last time I checked, Sonic was well ahead, I think, with 75% of the vote. And the Flash fans came in. And the Flash fans came in like a bowl of lightning and helped them out there. Now, we got some good comments uh, that were put in uh, the the Google form that we have. Uh, So uh, first comment says, so great to have you guys back. Thank you very much. It was very nice of you. We're glad to, to be back, too. Uh, someone else said, congrats, Steve. Uh, thank you very much uh, regarding my wife being pregnant. Um, that person always wrote saying, I was wondering if you guys are going to do the Pokemon Olympics this summer. I would well, say yes. I, I look forward to it. I love it every every two years when we have a new Olympics to go on. Usually. This Olympics was going to be really fun, too, because Dan, who always does the Pokemon Olympics with us, he yeah. was going to be in Japan for his honeymoon right. to watch the Olympics. We would have had a man in the in the stands. Exactly. A first Dan, person. A Dan, a Dan in the stands. Yeah. And then now he, they're not going because I don't even think no, people are allowed no, to go. No, it's no outside right. spectators. If, right. So I'll say if if they have the Olympics, we will do it. If it gets canceled, which I don't think it will. I don't but think I know so people in Japan either. have been protesting because... I, Japan hasn't been doing great with vaccination right i heard they have a lot of volunteers dropping out yeah so ten, ten, they really want to have it I, oh, I, I, they they need it yeah because they spent years and billions of dollars on this so tentatively yes we will do a, a pokemon so how many have we done have we done two we've done 2016 summer 2018 winter okay and that's it yeah. so what i was thinking did we do a different set of gens for each yes. of those do we have a few new ones? For I, believe, this? Okay. I believe so. That's what I was thinking we'd do. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we can incorporate those new gens, which we I know nothing about. So no, we'll learn about them. I'm yeah, sure exactly. there's some great ones. It'll be fun. And then we have the winter next winter. It's very, very short because of it being postponed. So, yeah. So, tentatively, yes. We'll, we'll see how the summer goes along. Someone else wrote in saying, Sonic putting Flash in the Green Hill Zone gives him the home field advantage. That would be just enough to win. Possibly, yeah. Going off of that argument, yeah, that was yeah, your that, use that's, of the. That's of what your I was rings. pushing on, yeah, using the rings for teleportation purposes. 
Someone else wrote in saying, if the Flash can beat up a gorilla, and a gorilla can beat up a hedgehog, transitive property, the Flash oh, wins. Oh, wow. You missed up you missed uh, wow. transitive. That's a, that's a long-time listener right there coming in with that. Yeah, I was trying to think. Um, so there what's, must the, be... what's the Flash beating up the gorilla? That I don't know. What's what's that that like really smart? Is it like Krang? Oh, is there it, is, is there is a, or it's not Krang. Krang isn't Krang the thing from Teenage Mutant Ninja yeah, Turtles? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah what, there's like a really smart. There, yeah, ape, I can't you're think of right. His name. I forget his name too. But is he a, is he a DC? I think one? he is a DC. Yeah, I think I think I've seen Batman fight him. Right, so that's a good tra- use of the transit po- yeah. property. What is his name? I thought it is something like Krang, Krong, Kong, Bong. It might it might rhyme with Kong just to kind of play off the words a little bit. I forget. Yeah. I'm going to look it up. I'm sure. Yeah, go ahead. Look it up. I'll read the last one. The last one I'm going to shorten down a little bit, but we have a nice response from a listener saying, first of all, Wally West is Iris West's nephew, so becomes Barry Allen's nephew by marriage. That's in the original comics, but in the Arrowverse, Wally is Iris's brother, so Barry's brother-in-law. He's originally Kid Flash, but I digress. This uh, Listener says, they don't think that Sonic could beat the Flash as a speedster, but every Flash and every speedster in the DC Universe draws their powers from the Speed Force. It's been shown that Speed Forces uh, can be blocked by accessing the Speed Force, or even the Speed Force is killed or destroyed. Uh, Maybe Sonic can find a way to disrupt the Speed Force, which could possibly uh, give the win. All that said, where they're going to be on the battlefield probably determines the result. They'll probably have a very fast conversation leading to Barry and Sonic forming an improv comedy troupe, much to the chagrin of Iris and Tails. <laughs> I totally agree with that. Yeah, that's funny. I like that this one. This is our commenter that's just better than us. Oh, my uh, gosh. I know. These are the type of people we just need to just to have on. Just I do remember botching up the uh, family line because I was getting confused. Um, he kind of clarified at the beginning. It was like a... Oh, with Wally West. Yeah, it was like a by marriage and all that. Right, right, exactly. Um, so, so that's that's what we're looking at right now for the responses for the Flash versus Sonic the Hedgehog. So, thank you very much to everybody so far who has participated in that poll. That poll will be up for as long as I have space on the Google Drive. So, uh, please make sure you click the link in the show notes, or you can go to www.whowouldwincast.com/vote to vote in every single previous poll that we've put out. Chris, anything you want to add before we get started? Yes. Did you find the answer to the yes. gong? It's, it? it's Gorilla Grodd. Gorilla. Rod, and it is DC. It is DC, and it is a Flash villain. Like, oh, there you go. I might even be wrong about it. Seeing him fight Batman, okay. I don't remember. Maybe a crossover. I'm trying to think something. what I saw, man. Yeah, maybe he'll be in the Flashpoint movie because they did start filming that. I don't know if you saw. I didn't know that. The director posted a picture of the Michael Keaton uh, bat suit symbol with blood dripping down from it. Oh, and people were like, "Ooh, interesting take on a classic, you know, suit." I did read an article that WB is worried about them. The mental state of uh, their Batman in uh, Robert Pattinson's Batman. Like, like, wait, WB is worried about the mental state of a fictional character? Well, I, I think they might be worried how it plays, like, oh, in, oh, our, in, in our current time period where, like, I think there's a lot of, sp- there's and... a lot of spotlight on, like, depression and I stuff like that saying. and to have a very dark, uh, I don't know if, I don't know quite how far people... that character goes, but have you seen saying. that image where, like, he has, like, the kind of like messed up black eye yeah. paint like he looks like he looks very, like he's, he's uh, seen disturbed. some stuff yeah. yeah yeah that was the image on the article so i don't know gotcha i don't know i mean batman and bruce wayne as a character i feel like is pretty he, messed he up sh- yeah he should be right yeah absolutely i mean if you if you have to dress up as a bat and you think that that is 
what you have to do. Yeah. You're definitely, you know, experiencing some things that other people have not. Good. Fair point. Not always, not always explored in the media though. No. Being like his media, not like the general media. Right, right, right. No, I see what you're saying. That's kind of like, like the, uh, the Joker movie that came out with Joaquin Phoenix. Like, that's oh, I, didn't, like, I didn't see that one, but he... it's like, it's just like, you just see a man descend into madness gradually. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you watch it and you're probably like, this is disturbing, but that's probably how that character would get to where. Yeah. And I, I agree. It just might not be the right time for a character. I, like I that. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting how the times kind of shape what the audiences want to see. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 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 All right, so um, moving on, if you have any ideas for any future matchups or scenarios, or if you'd just like to say hello, you can reach us through Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You can send us an email at whowincast at gmail.com and consider checking out our website, whowouldwincast.com. You can also subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us spread the word about our show, and you'll get a shout-out read live on our show. Chris, what are we talking about today? Today... Uh, it's a survival battle. Yeah. It's a Bear Grylls, who can survive, Minecraft Steve versus Danielle Russo. Uh, of Lost, from the TV show from Lost. the TV show Lost, exactly. And then like a man versus wild scenario. Or or female. Or female. Human versus wild. Mm-hmm. Uh, or block versus wild. Yeah, I don't know if Steve is a, is a man. Character versus wild. <laughs> yeah, this episode has been on our list for a long time, and I... This was before I started jotting down who suggested episodes, and I feel bad, so I apologize to whoever. So you've had this for years. We have had this for a long time. They probably don't listen anymore. The original suggestion for this episode was Man vs. Wild, but it was uh, Robin Williams' character uh, from Jumanji. Oh, okay. Alan Parrish versus Tom Hanks' character in Castaway. I forget his name in that movie. Uh, Me too. Yeah, that would have been a very realistic uh, survival battle. Yeah, it really would have. And we just decided, I mean, we could have picked those characters, but just to change it up a little bit. Um, so that's, that is exactly what we're going with today. So man versus wild, character versus wild, female versus wild, block versus wild, however you want to name it, go, going at it, um, taking everything that they have as a person, their characteristics, you're dropped in the middle of the wild and you have to survive. Who would have the the feats of strength, the characteristics necessary in order to survive. You want to start with, uh, with I, I'd Steve like to from Minecraft? ask a background clarification question. First. Sure. So the, the show man vs. wild. Yes. Are it's like episodes, right? Yes. Um, is there like a, a, a theme or like goal per episode? Like, is there like, Oh, this episode's about like surviving uh, a bear. And this episode's about uh, like fishing. That's a great question. Uh, based off what I'm currently just pulling up on the fly yeah. here, it seems like it's mainly just about a region. Okay. And then it's just surviving so in that type of region. General survival in different regions. Correct. So just for an example, the pilot episode involves the Rocky Mountains. The second episode is about the Moab Desert. Later on, you have uh, the Sierra Nevada, the Everglades, Iceland, for example. Okay. So it just seems like however you would survive in that wild okay. in terms of... Uh, shelter, fending off wild animals, finding food. Okay, I was just trying hydrated. to see if we have a, if we have an end goal, or it's just who survives better. Uh, yeah, I, I would say the voters' interpretation. I would say who survives better. Yeah, based on the voters' interpretation. Okay. I am also going to bring up some of the. I thought this would be fun. I'm I'm going to bring up an article later on of some of the things that have happened on the show, 
and I thought it'd be interesting to see how our characters would handle those things. Sounds or, great. Or would they not be able to or whatnot? All right, perfect. So uh, here's some Minecraft background for you. So it's a sandbox video game. Originally developed, uh, well, I guess like it came out like beta in like 2009, but full release in 2011. So it's over 10 years old. Or I guess... Yeah, about that. About. No, it, no, it came out at the end of 2011. Okay. It's about 10 years old. Uh, and it's really popular. It's like some people consider it the best, the best video game ever made. Wow. Um, not everyone, but and some I, people right. do. I, I would never take that a, uh, away from somebody, but yeah, that, so that's great. 200 million copies sold, 126 million monthly active users as of 2020. So, so do you have to pay monthly to play this game? Uh, that, no, no. Uh, you can you can um, buy it one time and play, but there you can pay. Uh, I think, I think there might have a monthly service now that gets you some extra stuff like related to like server hosting. But I'm not. I don't know. I don't. Okay. I just bought it once and play. Gotcha. A little bit, yeah. So, um, if you've heard of uh, Mojang, that's the developer, Marcus Notch Pearson, who. Uh, I don't know, he seems like an interesting guy. He's had his shares of controversy. Not really relevant to this episode, so uh I'll uh I'll leave that alone. <laughs> uh available on like every every console or platform ever that you want to play on. Like if you want to play on your phone or your MacBook or your PS4 or your Wii U, you can do all these things. Wow. Nintendo Switch, it's there. Put it out for everything. Yeah, so um originally it was a Java game and just on PC, and then they uh, Microsoft bought it. I thought I remember hearing that, that in Microsoft 2014. Do you want to guess how much they paid for it? Oh man, it's going to be in the billions. It is in the billions. Do you think it was more or less than uh, what Disney paid for Star Wars? More. Oh, so, really? What yeah. they pay for? I thought it was four. That's it was paid. four. Okay, yeah. it was less than four. Really? That's really interesting. You you think it's really interesting that the video game Minecraft is worth less than the Star Wars universe? Well, because the thing is, is that when Disney bought Marvel, they paid more for Marvel. Than they paid for Star Wars. Yeah, they Wars. they really George Lucas got uh, gypped in that deal. Well, apparently, I, and we may have talked about this on the show before. I forget, but the main reason is is because Star Wars Lucasfilm had nothing in development when when Disney purchased. Yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. Whereas Marvel had the Avengers, they had Phase uh, Phase Two coming out, announced all that kind of stuff. So they at least had things. Whereas when they bought Lucasfilm, it was like, all right, well, what can we do now? So that's why. So how much was it then? If it was less two, than two two and a half billion. Interesting. Okay. Huh. And and Minecraft also has a lot of merchandising opportunities too, right? So they, I see a ton of Minecraft shirts and when we go to yep. the uh, like the WizardCon in Philly, you know, we see those those swords, I forget what you said they were called. Yeah, I think the sword they sell is a diamond sword. Okay. But yeah, yeah they sell that. They sell a couple things. They sell uh clothes and yeah, you're right. Merchandising, they have some bunch of spin-off games, so I'm sure it, I'm sure it makes some good money. Oh, sure. Uh, but anyway, so the the two characters you can play as, unless in the in the regular game, are Steve and Alex. So Steve is the blue shirt. Uh, I think he has like a goatee or something. He has some type of facial hair. Yeah, when I was doing research for the thumbnail, I, I saw some with a goatee and some without a goatee, oh, okay. and, I, and I wasn't a hundred. So I found the image. If anyone critiques it, I apologize, but I took the image from the official uh, fandom dot wikia. Okay. For for uh, oh, Minecraft, there, there might be some story to that that I don't know. Like maybe he shaved it. I don't know. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, so it's like a it's a sandbox crafting game where you collect resources like wood and stone and 
ores and you uh you use them to make other things gradually improving your you know your equipment your home your base you can explore you can you can fight enemies and there's like some rough like goals in the game so eventually you progress enough where you can build a Ooh, I think a nether portal. I forget the exact name of it. You go to the kind of like this alternate dimension called the nether. I think. I'm sorry if I mess this up. And then you uh, collect some new stuff and fight some new enemies. And then you can make another portal and go to... Ooh, I want to say it's called the end. But it might. I might be missing... Uh, it might be like... Something like that. And then you fight the ender dragon. And that's like the boss of the game. And I then hope. after you beat it, it's just... I hope that's right. That's off the top of my head. I guess you haven't got that far. Uh, no, I haven't. I haven't gotten that very far. I um I I mostly just like hollow out a mountain and like build a big cave base and then skeletons come in and I'm like, well, how did the skeletons get in? And then I find I left a door open. And sometimes I didn't though. I don't know. Sometimes the skeletons just sneak in. Now I might, maybe I didn't put enough torches. It has to be light or something to to scare off the the skeletons. Yeah, like like it's like if you have torches and the area's lit, like the enemy won't spawn there. But if it's dark, they can like and you're far away, they can just like pop in now how do you fight them off if you don't have a sword yet um like hand-to-hand i think you can punch okay or just run away that could come into handy if you encounter any any animals in the wild yeah exactly oh um steve just wait oh oh boy like wait are you telling me to wait or are you telling minecraft guy to wait like this was this was you okay yeah if, if you're already thinking ahead this is great because the way you start off with nothing and you can just punch a tree and then Ooh. make wood, and then get some wood. Oh boy! And then you can make like a wooden you... sword oh, and an axe point. and cut down more trees. Oh man! I think you might need a. Oh, I'm trying to remember if you can make a axe out of just wood. I, I have the I have the crafting list because that was going to be my main uh, my main push for my supremacy is uh, all the things I can craft. You can, I mean, you could probably craft. That's the whole point of the game. So you can craft yeah. anything you need as long as you have the resources, though. That's where it comes down. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you you can make. Uh, you can make a wood axe. So I, I'm good. I start off with my wood axe. And I can cut down more trees. I make a stone axe. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in good shape. I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. Okay, that's fine. But if you want to talk about um, Rousseau. Sure. Okay. Uh, so, like we mentioned, I'm taking on uh, the character Danielle Rousseau from the television show Lost, uh, which is free to watch on IMDb. If you want to sh- sign up for a free IMDb membership, the entire six episodes is on is on IMDb. Six seasons? Sorry, yeah, six seasons. Way more than six episodes. Yeah, way, yeah. I think yeah clear your she's, schedule. She's in, oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember uh, I binged this after it was already over, this show. This show this show's amazing, I think, personally. Oh, man. I, I know it gets I, criticism I, in later seasons, but I, I, I still enjoyed it. Yeah, oh, it's very well liked by a lot of people. I I don't – I have some issues, but I also like liked it when I watched it. I don't know if I'm go- looking through the, the glasses of nostalgia, which can be very kind – to uh, certain properties, but I feel like if I rewatched it, I would still enjoy it, but maybe I would have a little more like, oh, huh. Because I watched it. I literally watched the entire s- series within a month, so I really just yeah. binged Yeah, I just I just felt like some of the... I hated like the the Ben Linus character arc. Cause oh, I disagree. I, I love his character. They should have and his killed arc. him. They should have just killed him. Let dead. him die. Like, not let him be redeemed whatsoever. Well, I'm saying everyone on that show... Uh-huh. When they met him, they should have just punched him in the face until he died. Because he was like a pure evil he character. Was. Yeah, he was. And then they're like, then like eventually they're like, oh, we want to make you feel bad for him. Like, no, he did just horrendous things. Right. And should not be. He was irredeemable in my opinion. And I didn't like that. That's just me, I guess. Uh, I I really don't like 
the J.J. Abrams mystery box storytelling device. So I feel like J.J. Abrams gets a little too much flack for this show because he directed the pilot. I know. But from beyond that, like, I don't think he was involved he, in the writer's He wasn't room. even involved in the story. Right. I don't, okay. I don't, I really don't think so. Because I feel like the Lost is like mystery box the show. I, I do agree with that. Like, absolutely. Most of the blame on Lost should go to Damon Lindelof because he was pretty much the guy behind Lost. And he went ended up doing... Like the Watchmen show, which I've heard is phenomenal. Never watched that. But then he also did some other things that people hated too. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of good in Lost. It's like an interesting story. Oh, absolutely. So so we should preface too that we're going full spoilers. So if you haven't seen it, we strongly encourage you to watch it. But unfortunately for the yeah. fact of this episode, we're going to have to talk spoilers. I, I don't remember it enough to like give major spoilers. but Well, um, so basic premise of the show, there's a plane crash on an island the characters are lost, and then it turns out through flashbacks and flash forwards that there's way more to this island than even the writers knew it when they were first <laughs> creating the show. And it involves magnets. And it involves magnets and time <laughs> travel, and it's just wild. So like I said, this character, Danielle Rousseau, uh, she's one of the characters. Uh, she's not a main character. She's like a recurring character for the first couple seasons. Uh, and then, unfortunately, she later on uh, dies in the show. But her death does not involve being in the wild. So I will. It wasn't survival related. It was not survival related. She just, she was shot by a mercenary team that was hired from off the island. Well, what, what was her armor made of? Her armor? Yeah. Was Did she have diamond armor yet? or No. Oh, okay, because I probably would have, I would have probably been all right then. <laughs> Good point. All right, so Danielle Rousseau, so she is a French scientist, and uh, she went on a scientific expedition in the Pacific Ocean with her husband, who is named Robert, and they went along with four other people. Uh, at one point, they were uh, on the island of Tahiti. They left Tahiti. They were in the middle of the ocean, and they were picking up transmissions, uh, and that, of random numbers, which are the numbers that are famous from Lost, the 4, 8, 16, uh, 4, what is it? 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42. And uh, it eventually leads them to uh, this the island, which is the island in Lost. They crash on the island. Uh, when she crashes on this island, she is seven months pregnant, and she eventually gives birth to her daughter, Alex, which is a huge plot point because this island apparently leads to like severe infertility. And nobody can give birth except Daniel Rousseau is able to. And then later on, Claire uh, is able to also. Um, after Alex was born, Danielle's daughter, uh, she was kidnapped uh, at gunpoint, which is from Ben Linus. Mm -hmm. Ben Linus. Because horrible. Because, yeah. He kidnaps uh, the daughter. And Daniel Rousseau, now childless. And she lives on the island for 16 years by herself. Uh Wishing she could see her daughter again, trying to stay away from the other people that she knows lives on the island, which they call the others or the whispers because they kind of like hear them in, in, in the jungle. And uh, now you might be asking yourself, there were four other people who were on the expedition too. What happened to them? Danielle had to end up killing three of them, including her husband, including her husband. Yep. Uh, because they came down with what she called the quote-unquote sickness, which we eventually find out was the man in black possessing them, and it led to them not acting like themselves. Hmm. And Danielle Rousseau was afraid that it was some type of a virus, and she was 
concerned as a scientist that this virus would get off the island and infect the rest of the world. So this could be the origins of COVID-19. And she's really, you know, trying to trying to stop it. So anyway, so she has to take the the sacrifice of not only killing her husband, but some of the other people who were involved in the expedition as well, uh, because she was so concerned as to what was going on to them and making them act the way that they were acting. Why didn't the man in black try to possess her? I think it did. It just never was successful in doing it. Okay. Yeah. Because the man in black does possess, like it later possessed John Locke Mm -hmm. later on in the show. Um but I think just sometimes it's successful, sometimes it's does not. He, does he really possess them? Or I thought he just like looked like John Locke. Like, no, he just, no, like, he like the he form like, of him. No, I think he like takes their body. Oh boy! Because remember, like John Locke died. Yeah, but wasn't and it he a big... was in he was in a coffin? Right. And they brought the coffin back to the island. Yeah, but wasn't that the big reveal that his body was in there? So we're like, why yeah. does this guy look like John Locke? Because then the Man in Black possessed the dead body. Well, no, didn't he? he? No, because the dead body was still there. They had the dead body. Oh, right. I, that's, I thought that was like a big deal. Yeah, I forgot. But, but that was a dead body. So maybe an al- right. someone who's alive. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. See, either. this is the thing with this show. <laughs> it makes you go like the whole time, like, what is going on? So um, That like, isn't even like the craziest thing either. There's no, so many not at crazy all. Things. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Uh, so that's, that's Danielle Rousseau. Uh, basically, the look of her, she looks like a woman... A French woman who has been stuck on an island for 16 years. She's she's in a tank top. She's got scraggly hair. Um, yeah, and that's and that's pretty much her. And, and I'll get into her skills uh, and abilities uh, in a second as, as we move on. But that's pretty much her background. Been stuck on this island for 16 years. Lost her daughter. Gave birth to her daughter on this island. Scientific background. Uh, murdered her husband and others as well. And And that's what we're looking at. Man, that's so. a, she's a tough life. Oh yeah. How did she die? Ben, who I forget. So there's this character named Charles Whitmore who is off the island, and he wants the island destroyed, and he hires a mercenary team to go to the island, kill everybody who's on the island, and basically burn the island down. Does and he know you can't burn an island down? He he's really rich, so he's one of those like guys he's who like, thinks he can just just, uh, just burn the island right, down, just put some money on it exactly. Uh, and this mercenary team shoots danielle Rousseau and others as well and don't they kill her daughter too i don't doesn't that guy kill alex when like ben's inside a building and he's trying to get him to come out oh i didn't think alex died maybe she does i'll have to look that up anyway i do want to clarify i understand you can burn down things on an island (laughs) like you can burn down buildings and trees you can't get rid of the whole but like an island itself is is giant extends like under underneath the ocean right so Right, maybe you this, can't, maybe this you can't island really. doesn't. This but island still, also disappears like randomly. Yeah, uh, you were correct. Yeah, she does. She does get shot yeah, by the mercenary. So team that also. guy, Martin Kimi, yeah, he's also horrible. He's yeah. like also just evil, just a bad guy. Yeah, he was also hired by uh, Charles Whitmore to to go to the, the island. He's part of that mercenary team. Yeah, so the Rousseau family not doing so hot on this island. So like I said, unless you're in the middle of an, like a, the wilderness and a mercenary team just happens to be there trying to burn down the whole area, then you might end up Did being you, killed. When you were on the episode list of Man vs. Wild, was that any of them? Not that I saw. Not surviving. Not surviving okay, mercenary squad, okay. squad no. no. Okay. Well, yep. then I, I'd say we don't have to worry about that. Perfect. <laughs> all right. So so what's going on here with Steve? So All right. So he can punch a tree, wood instantly, turn in whatever he wants. He has to punch it a lot, but it eventually comes turns into wood. Okay. Uh, yeah. So... so he has strong fists, punching trees. Um, 
He has, I think at first he's just a, there's not a lot of backstory to this game. There's not like a, you don't know how he got there. A lot of lore. You just appear on an island, right? But he seems to be kind of, um, not special in any way. Like he seems fairly average and then he just like, well, other than like the magical ability to craft things out of like raw materials, but like, he's not like a, you know, he's nothing uniquely special about him in like, as far as like backstory, but he like gains all these useful skills as you play the game. Like you become great at crafting. You, you can make weapons and armor, uh, buildings, houses, brick by brick. He, uh, has combat experience. There's a bunch of hostile enemies on the Island. There's most of them come out at night. You got your, you got your skeletons, uh, skeleton archers, pretty annoying. They very good aim. They keep shooting arrows at you. You got your, um, your creepers. They just uh, explode and blow your stuff up. You got uh, you got your Endermen. What do they call? Are they called? They're like teleporting guys that like shoot stuff at you. Um, and then there's some like later later enemies. That I don't remember their names. There's some stuff in the ocean. There's like a squid. There's also a uh, non non hostile people on the island. So he's not like in total isolation. He can like trade with some local guys. Or okay. Whatever. Um, and I. I but in in general, you are like surviving on your own. So it's like it's not like you're like in a colony. You're like got to build your own house. Okay, so gotta, you got to cook own. your own food. Okay, so you you can raise animals. He, you can uh, tame the 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 local livestock like uh, cows, horses, chickens. So that, so that kind of leads into a question that I'm curious about: is in this game is eating a necessity? Oh, good question. It is not. It does not have that mechanic in like the base game. You don't okay. have to like worry about hunger and thirst okay you can eat to like restore your health if you get like hurt by an enemy god okay okay so you can restore how do you so how do you restore your health then uh you just eat some food oh okay like what kind of food just well you so like, all those you, animals you have you to can... find, so you can eat like a sheep yeah and that regains your yeah now or you can just like have a chicken and eat, and eat its eggs if you want to keep your chicken now correct me if i'm wrong so this game it seems very so it's pretty much like terraforming sure yeah in yeah. essence can you also like create a sheep or well, do you not have that ability? When two sheep love each other very much, <laughs> you can catch, you can have two sheep make more sheep. Gotcha. Okay. It's not like you can just make a sheep happen. No. Like you're not he has, God. like godly abilities, but okay. not, that not to that one. extent. Okay. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> so you can, so you can hurt animals. Uh, and then, so that gives you health based off your damage. Okay. Uh, any any liquid involving that you uh, that you recall? Well, just out of curiosity. I mean, you can you can fill a bucket with water. Okay. If you have some lava, you need to get take care of. Oh my god! Dump wait. a bucket of water on it. Oh okay. <laughs> I was gonna say you can like control lava too. That's pretty crazy. Uh, you could put it in a bucket. You can put lava in a bucket. Just yeah. like scoop it. Yeah, he just scoops it. Oh my god! <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Jesus, that's what I mean. He like he's like God adjacent to like. <laughs> He can't create life, but he can put lava in a bucket. <laughs> yeah, if that's not God adjacent, I don't know what is at that point. Yeah, okay. he, yeah, he can put like two sticks on a stone and, and like make him into a sword or stuff like that. I don't. That's pro- that's not the real recipe. If someone's upset with me, it's something like that. <laughs> right? Yeah, I got, someone's right now is is shouting out loud with the rope. Wait, let me let me. Uh, so an axe is like three. Three either wood or or like iron. Th- three of like your material plus two sti- two wood sticks. 
You can make a bucket out of three iron ingots. You can make a fishing pole and go fishing. You can make a compass to help with your navigation. Okay. You can make... Let's see. What else is good here? Bow and arrow. That would be useful. No. Fighting from a distance. Shields. Shields are also really good in Minecraft. Because I think I think by def- like default a shield blocks like all damage. I could be I could be slightly wrong on that, but it's something like that. They're very good. And then uh, a sword is two. Two of your material, either whether it be like iron or diamond or or wood, and then one wood stick. And then you got a sword. You can also build like a furnace to smelt uh, ores into bars. Like you know you mine some. Uh, what are they in the game like? Sapphire. I forget all kinds of stuff. Put them in your, in your furnace. Make some, uh, make some ore. Make some, uh, yeah. Some and then you can turn it into other things, or you can like sell yeah. it, or yeah. Trade I think it. some of the recipes like work off of like an ingot, so you have to like get to take your raw iron and refine it, and then you get your iron ingot and you can make stuff. So now let me ask you a question. In in this game, what, is most of the area that you start pretty similar, like in terms of like wood well, good, or? Great question. Um, I think you start. Uh, I was going to say somewhat randomly, but I could be wrong on that. It, it varies by server. Like, I know when I made my own server, I could pick, like, the starting location. Okay. But I don't know if you just play, like, like a single player, like, if it's always the same. Like, I, I started in, like, kind of, like, a, a desert, like, a small desert. Okay, so that was my question. So if you did start in a desert, for example... I had to run to a forest until I found a forest. Interesting. Yeah, there's not much in the desert. You don't want to try so to So that's, that's what I was curious about. So if he's in the middle of a desert... He doesn't have to though worry about dying from hunger. Yeah, just like just being attacked. Just some enemies, yeah. So if he does get attacked, could lower his health. Yeah, you just got to sprint out of there and then get out of there in order to find. Which? How long does that? Is it? A couple minutes. Okay, it's not like real time <laughs> or anything like yeah. that. It's not like a giant like like MMO or something like that. Uh, I think the worlds are like pretty big, but it doesn't take that long to like go to a new biome. Okay. So there's there's like desert, there's forest, there's. Is there uh, snow-related things? I thought I've seen yeah. pictures of snow. Yeah, there's like a mountain that can have snow. There's like a swamp. Okay. I don't know. There might be some special ones I can't think of. And then you can go underground, and then there's like lava and caves and all that. Well, it doesn't seem like the lava's that big of a deal. I mean, you pick it well, up in a bucket. I, I, when I, whenever I go into the cave, I, I never bring a bucket of water, so <laughs> it's pretty inconvenient. And a lot of times, like, not a lot, but sometimes you might just fall in the lava and not even know. Like, you're digging down, and then you dig, and there's like a cave under you, and you fall into the lava you gotta be careful of that okay you should dig at an angle so that that, that could be a problem for you when it comes to your terraforming if you go right well he's learned right he just digs at an angle so he doesn't you don't dig right under your feet and then make the ground disappear because then you can fall so it does seem like if your character if 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 minecraft steve was in an environment just dropped in the middle of an environment mm-hmm. it really needs to be an environment with resources 100 percent of, of some kind of some kind yeah. so like in all seriousness not not to you know pick at him but like if he was dropped in the middle of the sahara desert i hope i hope he can find his way out like he would just have to find his way out at yeah. that point and not and as long as he can't be attacked so he would be able to survive in terms of not needing food not needing water yeah so I, which I is a pretty a important ability un, it's a little unfair for this for our survival I, I think we should say that he eventually will need food and water okay to be like a little fair to your character i'm sure there's some kind of real human there's something in the desert that would he would come across there are there are cacti which like if you know what you're doing you can get water from but it's not part of the game so (laughs) he might might not know that that's true uh you can also like sometimes find like a little a little lake in the desert but then you get to it and you're like oh it's just a mirage (laughs) like classic cartoon characters you know they see it out there 
Um, all right, all right. Let me let me let me go a little bit into Danielle Russo's abilities, and then we'll kind of bounce off a little bit of each other. So, so one thing I'm going to bring up is that she has a very high pain to- pain tolerance. Excuse me, because the fact that she was able to give birth on an island by herself with no drugs, anesthesia, or was any it after she killed her husband too? It was not. It was so, before she killed her husband. Was her husband alive to have their baby kidnapped? No, he was dead at that point. Okay. I believe. Yes. Wow. So, okay. I don't mean to interrupt your pain story, that's, but... That's fine. So she, shortly after the birth of her child, I she think, had to murder her husband. I think she had to murder husband. her husband, yeah. Man, I, I believe, I believe nice. the father saw the baby, but then he, that's when he started going crazy, and then she killed him. And huh. then, yeah. That stinks. So I'm, I'm not saying she's impervious to pain, but as someone who's had uh, a wife go through two pregnancies... And my wife right now going through some uh, pregnancy pains. I don't know if I can't even imagine what that must feel like. Me neither. But we didn't. We didn't even do uh, like we did C section. So. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh yeah, she definitely didn't do a C section. Yeah. So that I, I like I said, on a beach, on an island, alone, no medication. Can't even imagine going through that. No. So so yeah, r- right then was... and there, I feel like that's something you gotta. Chalk up on the board for her. Wait, are uh, you sure she didn't have... She could have maybe had some... Uh, never mind. Probably not. No, yeah. Like, I was... I'm not even going to say that, like, Tylenol would even help if she had that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are you going through? Labor pains? Ah, just take a Tylenol. Yeah. You'll be fine. <laughs> uh, so she's familiar with tech uh, because there was a uh, radio broadcast coming from the island. Like I mentioned, the 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42 broadcast. And she is able to reprogram the broadcast to have a message that she puts out in French. And that is a message that the characters 16 years later discover when they land on this Island. Uh, and that was all due to her being able to reprogram that. Uh, what did the original broadcast say? Do you remember? You mean her broadcast in her language or the number? broadcast? The, oh, she, it was numbers. It and was then the numbers. she reprogrammed that. And then she repro- reprogrammed it. Uh, and I forget exactly what it says, but I think it was just her message of being stuck on this Island. And, and they realized that it would, had been psyched cause there was like a cycle mm-hmm. to it. And they realized that it's been going on for 16 years. And that's when they're like, crap, like if this has been going on for 16 years and nothing's changed, then we're, we're completely screwed at that point. So I, I believe when she crashed, it was in the late eighties because I believe that the show takes place like when, when it aired, it took place modern day. So that's like the early 2000s, mid 2000s. Uh, she also created a map, which I completely forgot until I was doing some research. She created a map of the entire island. That's that's super useful. Which is extremely useful. It seems like it's pretty uh, accurate in terms of not from the show's perspective, but of the characters, like what they've experienced. They're like, oh, yeah, that was there and that was there. She uh, was able to calculate... Uh, the height of it, the the, the maximum altitude uh, is about 9,000 feet. Uh, she figured out it was about 30, uh, 121, or no, excuse me, 31 miles across uh, in terms of length for the island. Uh, she has it in French, and she also had it, oh, no, excuse me, it was made in French, um, but somebody did make a, an English quality of it at a Comic-Con, so people could take a look at that also. Um, and on it also, she has uh, the numbers, because she's curious what those numbers meant. So she also had the four, eight, fifteen, sixteen, twenty-three, forty-two. Um, Do we ever find out what those numbers meant? There's no dis. Okay, so they're they're all throughout the show. Yeah, other than the fact that they seem to be special and repeat for like a lot of characters. Yeah, so like th- that's what that's the lottery number that Hurley got yeah. to win the lottery. 
the probably the most significant part of it though i would say is jacob who is like the god of the island who's the uh man in black's like alter not alter ego but just other side you know kind of um he wanted to pick somebody else to take over his job of protecting the island and he had a list of people to take over and i believe it's in the season the series finale uh the last people who are left alive are the people who are on numbers 4 8 15 16 23 42 on the list and like those are the people who he's considering taking over his position as the protectorate of the island so if you think there's like a list of 100 people so he had that list six, he made that list 16 years ago he he made this list like a long time before this happened oh yeah okay. And and he brought these people to the island. So he, can, so can he see the future? I believe so. Yes. So why didn't he just why didn't the he just pick, to see who he picked? Right. Exactly. That that I don't know exactly. Or I feel like future sight would have benefited a lot of his interactions. Because <laughs> didn't he? Didn't he also I think get he dies. killed? Yeah. yeah he, he, does, killed? he does. end up getting. I think the man in black kills him. Yeah. I think he if does. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. It's kind of. It's basically like a, like a. Uh, oh my god! What's like that Jobs website? That people always go on to, like, like uh, for employers to try to find like new, new, uh, new workers. Uh, indeed, indeed. It's basically it's basically indeed.com. That was the show lost. Was the like show lost. Like, like he had he had a hundred people, and he's like, let me try all these people out because you can see names throughout the show who have died, and there's like cro- their names have been crossed out. So, so like wait, Charlie, for only, example, you get crossed out when you die. Yeah, he's like, oh, that's they didn't the make craziest it. job interview ever. Like <laughs> the last man alive gets the job. Yeah. Basically, it's basically Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. If the kids all died. If the kids all died, which I mean, Some they definitely didn't. Died. They should have totally died. I mean, completely. we didn't see if they were able to like fix that blue girl. Like she might have not have survived that. We did in the the, the Tim Burton. Oh, one. we did. Yeah, she's like all like flexible, <laughs> and like but like Mike TV, like he's stretched out. He's like paper thin when he's walking out. I digress. That's off topic. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so she mapped the entire island. Uh, she av- this is a smart thing with her, which would definitely help her uh, in the wild. She avoid she purposely avoids encounters with the island's inhabitants because she doesn't want to get into any altercations because of what possibly could happen. So, like I said, um, daughter gets kidnapped. She knows that there's people living on this island, so she says, "I need to do whatever I can to stay away from these people because these people could cause me some harm," which I feel like is a necessary tactic when you're out in the wild. Like, for example, if you see a bear or you know that there's bear around there, wherever you are, you should do your best to stay away from it. That's you know? true. But a bear is not a human. True. True. But just knowing that it's not something you should mess, mess yeah, with. Like, I, knowing I, your limits. I, I hear you, especially because those people were huge jerks. So you wouldn't want to mess with them. I mean, they Correct. kidnapped her baby. How hard did she try to get her baby back? Did She's like, oh, well. I don't think she did because I don't think she wanted her to be no i didn't she didn't want them to know that she was there because ben linus he was supposed to kill her danielle rousseau but he spared her stole her child and then told the people that she killed her so she lied or he lied that she was dead but she really wasn't why i don't know just to (laughs) protect the baby like like to to, i don't know ben linus very cocky uh, oh man yeah 
Uh, she has a dugout shelter where she lives that she made. She lived there for 16 years, so that gives her some abilities as well there. Uh, she killed and hunted animals for food, particularly boar. There was a lot of wild boar on this island, so that she's golden, no problem. She also laid traps all over the island, which is something else I forgot about too. Like think of the tra- like the the Ewok traps in like Return of the Jedi. Yeah, like very similar. Nets come up, catch it. She would have toy dolls. What's and... your What's your favorite Ewok trap? Oh man! And why is it the two trees that crush the <laughs> uh, the ATSD? The ATSD. Yeah. <laughs> I do like the one where they have all the logs go down the hill. Oh yeah, and then and it like then slips, it, like, slips like, like a then, cartoon. Yeah. It, Actually, I would have to say probably the dumbest one is when they're just throwing rocks at the, at the at, and they're all and all the stormtroopers are like, "Oh, we can't do this." <laughs> oh god. Uh, so she also has one where she has like doll traps on the ground and. Uh, What'd you say? Doll traps. Am I supposed to know what that is? Sorry, it's a trap involving a doll. So like, the, okay, so the I thought person it was a specific thing, like you know, like a doll trap. I apologize. So. You see a doll on the ground in the middle of a desert, or not a desert, a, a jungle, you yeah. know, an island, and you're like, why is this here? Yeah. And they would pick it up, and then they would fall into a hole or get caught in a net okay. or something along those right. lines. I, yeah, I would call that a doll trap. I, I I would have guessed that, too. I just thought it was funny how you kind of threw that out there. Like, yeah, you know how when you use a doll for a trap? <laughs> it's called a you doll know, trap. It's a doll trap. Um, uh, she also was able to create a uh, self-destruct mechanism on her dugout at one point in case anybody did try to, uh, like, attack her area or something along those what, lines. What did it do? Did it explode? It exploded. Yeah. How did she get explosives? I remember there were some at some point. The Black on the Rock. Island, but... The Black Rock yeah, had explosives okay, on it, okay. which is that ship. So yeah, remember... she, she could have got them from the Black Rock. Yeah. Yep, because they did. They also got that from the yeah. That the was like also. some key plot point. Yeah, uh, she's also familiar with weaponry. She has shotguns. She used a gun to kill Robert, her husband, and also the other people on on their expedition as well. She also has used bow and arrows uh, on the island as well. Hand to hand combat. She has punched Benjamin Linus a, many a times, just like other characters as well. And she's also very good at making alliances. So if there are people that she know are not hostile. Um, she may be able to uh, bring them onto her side or to just maybe interact with them to try to get something that she needs, which is what she does to Jack and Juliet when she first meets them, uh, which is important. You want to have, you know, people on your side that could that could help you out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the people Steve Minecraft Steve meets, he can just make trades with them. He's like, hey, I'll trade you two sapphires for uh That works out well for him. Gold. A bit, so it's it seems like he's also a businessman, too. Yeah, he is nothing else if not a shrewd island businessman. <laughs> no, usually the trades are bad, I think. Like, I never take them. So I also should say, I've only played, like, a few hours into the game. So I may have, like, not know about lots of things. But um, one thing that's a, that's a big difference between our two characters is, like, you can talk a lot about the personality of your character. Like, everything for Minecraft Steve is just, like... Based on actions. Yeah, and it's all, like, the player, like kind of a in, in, uh, I can't think of the word but like attributing that to the character right not it's not like inherent to the character so like to say like oh he's uh he's smart oh not if you're playing it not smart in, in so. not a smart way right right so I, I guess I can just say his his abilities should help him survive but can he use them wisely I, who knows I don't know I die a lot when I play Minecraft actually so I don't know I think Daniel Russo's abilities would apply well to any scenario or into any environment that she would be in. 
where I feel like like your character, like you said, he needs things around him. Yeah, but those things are like a tree. They're not like they're not like Ray. He doesn't need crazy things. Well, I guess he eventually needs like ores, like iron and diamonds. But like we said, like if he was like in the middle okay, of a desert or so, like an icy tundra. Yeah, but I don't, like I don't that. know if your character could survive there either because you're she survived in a in a lush tropical island. That's true. Um, it also helped that she was on a scientific expedition, so she already had some yeah. things to kind of get her going in a way. But as yeah. a scientist, you would also hope that she has some kind of knowledge of things. Yeah, 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 sure. <laughs> to, to help her out. Yeah, yeah. I think in fairness, maybe maybe Minecraft Steve doesn't find diamonds everywhere he goes. You know, like that's kind of special to the game because you need diamonds for like the better equipment, but they're not as like prevalent like everywhere you just dig down far enough you're not going to always find diamonds right but you could probably find iron ore in a lot of places especially the for how much he can dig he can he's very good at digging steve you you sorry podcast steve okay yeah uh <laughs> you you make a shovel it helps it helps you dig better and then you upgrade your shovel and you you're you're a digging machine like like a literal dig, digging machine or you're well, still you're just really good at digging at that point you don't like you know, turn into like you a, don't, like a, you don't but like the way he just digs so fast and consistently. He might as well be a machine. Yeah, so you can make specialized tools to be better at things like a shovel to dig better, a pickaxe to mine better, um, an axe to cut down trees better. Mm -hmm. uh, or if you can just fall back to punching it. Eventually, you do need tools for certain things, but his he has an amazing punch. <laughs> if he was on the Lost Island, I think he would knock out Ben Linus no problem. But Ben Linus, that's, that's a really interesting he question. He takes a ton of punches. So if he was on the Lost Island, he would attract a lot of attention because he would like be like strip mining the island. Oh, they to, would. Like, they, they would be very a giant concerned. castle, right? And they'd be like, "Why did this guy build a cube, a giant cube <laughs> castle on our island?" And just giant patches of the island would be gone. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. just a whole strip of trees. Yeah. Like, what the heck happened? Yeah, he'd probably make make an enemy of them because they'd be like, "This guy is just." They'd see him as a giant threat. Yeah. Yeah, the, the smoke monster, the man in black, would, would definitely try to give him the yeah, sickness. Yeah, he'd be like, there's another god here. I have a worthy opponent. See, that's the thing. Like, I feel like Danielle Rousseau, she would just be kind of hiding under, under the radar and surviving for 16 mm -hmm. years. You know, that's probably why the man in black never tried going after her, just because he may not know of her, in essence. Whereas your guy, he is... Yeah, he's going he's gonna to be... Yeah, he's bringing a lot of He's attention. not laying low. No. He's probably raising, like, a horse stable, a bunch of chickens... Which is good because you get the eggs, and then you can use that to regain your health. Right, exactly. Gotcha. I'm just I'm just trying to make sure I'm following. Yep. So uh, what I want to do too is I found this article and it's entitled "All the Wildest Things Bear Girls Has Done" uh, on his show, and I wanted to look through maybe a couple of them, and we would see is this something that our characters do? We think our characters would do that in order to survive, and, and we'll be honest. Obviously, you know, just because we don't want to say yes just for the sake of argument, but because there's some uh, some interesting things. So let's look at this. So one of the things he's done is he drank his own urine from inside a snake's skin. Why the snake's skin? Was it crucial to the survival or did he just want to really like show how cool he was? Didn't say. Doesn't say. <laughs> I'm right. sure he explained it, but. All right. Uh, would Minecraft Steve do this? Uh, like I said, I don't think he needs to drink to live in the game. So probably not. But actually, I did say, in fairness, he probably... We, I should say he needs food and drink to, like, survive in this fight. Um, probably not. Because he probably... Well, maybe he's in the desert. But he has... 
there's a pretty good chance he could build some type of water purification that just like boils water so he just can get it from if he has any water source whether it be like dirty he could he could purify it right oh i don't know there's not enough there's not enough known about the character's personality to to be like would he do whatever he he needs to survive if you were playing that game and you were super low on health and there's a swarm (laughs) of skeletons coming at you and that's what you need to do in order not to die would I would I put the button push the drink your pee button on the controller? <laughs> snake skin. Uh, also, I don't think the game has snakes, so I don't know if you can get a snake skin. Oh, man. Um, I really don't know. I, I'm I'm like leaning towards no. Okay. Just because it's it just it kind of grosses <laughs> it's me never, out. I'd rather it's just never restart. Come up in Minecraft. I'd rather just reload before. my game. And be like, well, I lost. <laughs> restart. Try I think Danielle Rousseau. I think that would be a last resort type of thing also, like, which it seems like it is for Bear Girls too. But because as a scientist, I would hope that she would know other ways to, like you mentioned, purify water, not necessarily building something as you would, but maybe she has some kind of... Even just to boil it. Right. But I I, I think, like I said, as a last resort, I think she She, would. She is a survivor, right? I feel like she'd eventually do whatever she needed to survive. Exactly. Because that's the thing that's keeping her alive is seeing her daughter again. So if they said, like, you need to drink pee in order to see your daughter, I think she would absolutely do it. Uh, Okay. I think so. I just... That was just a weird hypothetical. Like... Why didn't you make your hypothetical if she's dying of thirst and needs to drink pee? Meaning, like... (laughs) (laughs) You made it... Someone says, you have to drink pee. Me like if she's dying of thirst and if she dies she'll never see her daughter. Okay. Because she only saw her daughter once when she was a week old, basically, at that point, and then she and then she lost her. Uh let's see. Uh, uh he gave himself an enema at sea. Skip. <laughs> he crawled inside a dead camel. Uh ooh. I it's just it's so easy to build yourself a shelter in Minecraft. <laughs> That Steve would be like, no way, I don't need to do that. Yeah, I don't think, I don't know if she would either because, like I mentioned, she has her... It'd be a polar bear on Lost, right? Oh, yeah, it would be a polar bear on Lost. Kind of like like cutting into a tauntaun, Yeah, it'd be just like a tauntaun. Yeah. I mean, she made her dugout shelter, but this is the hard part, too, because Tropical Island. You know, would she carry that over to if you're in the middle of the Arctic or in the middle of a desert, for example, and you have to cut inside a camel? Because in the desert, from I mean, I've never experienced like the Sahara Desert, but I hear it gets quite chilly. Yeah, cold at night, right? At night, right? Exactly. <sighs> maybe she would go underneath it, or maybe like dig herself into the sand, like cut it, like she's like she did on the island. She made a dugout for herself. So I don't, I don't think she would. You know that you know the easiest way to just like hide yourself from an enemy, or like in or uh, like have a house in Minecraft, not a house, I guess, really just to hide from enemy. Just like dig down a little bit and jump in, and then put a cover your head up, your hole above you, uh, fill it in. You're in a little. You built yourself a little cave. Ah. That's all you gotta do. And no, so, and people can just walk over top of you. Yeah, no, nothing oh, can get perfect. you. That's perfect. So uh, yeah, not would not Minecraft Steve would be like. I have better solutions to this problem. Uh, he ate a live snake. Okay, I, I have a good answer for this one. 100 percent yes, because you don't have to cook stuff that you eat. I'm pretty sure in the game, so you can cook stuff, and I think it's better that way. But you can also just like eat raw, just eat raw yeah. all the time. He'd eat a, he'd eat a snake. Uh, Minecraft Steve, no problem. I think I think Danielle Rousseau. See, I don't know what she did with the boar. I'm assuming she cooked it that she caught on the island. So I think she would probably prefer it well done. But if she had to go rare, medium rare, I think she would. Same thing in order to survive. Were there ever snakes on a, on an episode of Lost? 
I feel like there had to have been. But I don't Some know. islands don't have snakes, I'm sure. Yeah, I don't know. Then there's there's this one island that has like tons of snakes. It's like filled with snakes. Really? Not yeah. going there. <laughs> if I got stuck on that island, oh my god, I don't know what I would do. Yeah, I was reading about this. Apparently he he Bear Grylls, he was where was he? He was in Australia and he saw this rattlesnake, I think it was, and he broke its neck and then just ate it raw. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll get into him a little bit too. So he also picked a, po- a venomous snake to to mess with. Yeah. I would just, just run away. Uh, and then we'll do one more. Uh, risking his life swimming in freezing water. Well, everything Minecraft Steve does outside of his house is risking his life because there's so many enemies <laughs> that want to that want to hurt you. Constantly going uh, after. I him. don't think freezing water is a thing in the game. There's just water. Probably also there's wouldn't not... affect him anyway. I was going to say freezing water. I mean, yeah. I, uh, it's not a, it's not a concept that he is aware of being too cold. You don't have to worry about it. So, yeah, sure he'd do it. Yeah, I have, I have the same same problem because <laughs> tropical island. They were in Tahiti on their on their uh, their their mission. Um, but I, I think I think she would risk her life to do whatever she needs to do to survive. I think that's kind of like her mo, really. Because the only thing driving her is seeing her daughter again. So, yeah, there's some interesting things that he's done on this show, and we can kind of get into the validity of that uh, also. But I do, I do, I have one more article, and we don't have to go deep into this, but I found an article, and it actually, it turns 10 years old, this article, uh, tomorrow of the airing of this episode. Happy birthday article. Yeah, June 8th, 2011. So this was an article uh, where Bear Bear Grylls said, these are the 10 lifesavers that you need in order to survive. And hey, real quick, I was just thinking, did we ever, sure. like, introduce Bear Grylls? Do we say who Bear Grylls is? No, we never really talked about that. He's, like, a, a pretty famous, like, survivalist. Yeah. Like, he has a show. Uh, Man vs. Wild. Man vs. Wild. Uh, yeah. Does he have others? He might, he might have more. I do have another one I'm going I'm to bring up at the end. Okay. Yeah. That basically is, like, how do you survive in the wild type of thing. Right. And, uh, it's also spawned a lot of, like, jokes and memes for some of the things he does, but... And yeah. also some controversy as to how accurate, or not even how accurate, how true are some of the things uh, okay. he's claiming okay. on doing. So these are 10 things he claims that you need to survive. And some of these, like I said, kind of surprised. These are the things he chose. Number one, cell phone. Yeah, agree. I know, but I just feel like, like you're going to, after like a day, you're not going to be able to use it anymore. Like, yes, I get it. Like you need it, but. I guess it depends on, like, is he saying like you shouldn't leave the ho- your house without it? Or is he saying like you have you can pick ten things to be dropped on an island with? No, he just says he goes. Um, these are the ten essential lifesavers that you need. Huh? Yeah. He said, mean, also said you should put it in a Ziploc bag that way you can keep it waterproof. Yeah, but then you have to know. I don't. I need to know some more context for this list. Because like, yeah, sure. I mean, a cell phone's. These like, are yeah, just ten things he thinks that you you should have in order to survive. All right, I don't want to get too hung up on yeah, the cell phone. Then yeah. let's keep going. Uh, a kayak backpack. What's that mean? Uh, a uh, a backpack that can spawn a kayak. <laughs> well, that, yeah, I sure. guess. Yeah. I mean, Wait, is it a kayak you wear on your back? No, I think it's a backpack that like you can fit a kayak in. Or maybe what? A, no, 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 a, no. A backpack for a kayak. I'm I'm thinking. Why? Why? Uh, why? Why does it have to be that backpack? Uh, because they're light, they're waterproof, they're small. You can keep things in it. They're bo- uh, they're they're buoyant in case you flip over. Why didn't he, didn't he just say a light backpack? That seems very specific. Sorry. Okay, let's keep going. Uh, he says my own urine. 
Wait, he says that? Yep, he goes, no joke, you can save your life, you can drink it, you can use it to clean wounds. But why waste a spot on that? Because you have to bring that with you. It's, more, <laughs> it's like inside your body. Of course you're going to bring, you can't not bring it. Uh, I've actually heard this. If you're in extremely hot temperatures, you can pee on in a shirt and use it to cool your head. He says I bring it everywhere with me. Well, yeah. Oh, this is kind of getting ridiculous. <laughs> Number four is Degree Everest Deodorant. Is Bear Grylls is a sponsor? Bear Grylls a sponsor of. Oh. Shameless plug. The cool thing about this deodorant, though, is that it responds to spikes in adrenaline, which will come in handy uh, more places than just polar ice caps. Oh, All right, I'm going to call BS on that one. Extra hiking socks. That's a great That's a great call. A laminated picture of my family. What, is it like for morale? Uh, yep. Stick in the sole of your shoe. It gives you something uh, to keep up your spirits and keeps you smiling when it's raining. Okay. Trash bags. Make things waterproof. Create a shelter. Collect water. Hide the smell of leftover food. That's actually not a bad idea. Yeah, uh, that one sounds good. Uh, a Bear Grylls branded knife. <laughs> uh, the Bible. Is that also a morale thing? Uh, yeah. Lessons. What if you're not a Christian? Can you bring any holy book? I'm sure you can bring any holy book. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't specifically say that, but <laughs> there's a link here to go to Amazon if you want to buy the one that they have linked in this article. <laughs> uh, and also barefoot shoes, uh, uh, because it gives more sensitivity on the ground when you're moving. More, uh, more freestyle feeling. Hmm. So I don't know. I thought that was just kind of a, an interesting article, especially with his, uh, his 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 plugs that he's got going on. Um, so yeah, so that's, that's, so like I said, there's, there's been some accusations that not necessarily a hundred percent true. Everything that you see on the show that he, uh, doesn't necessarily sleep, uh, out in the wild all night, like it may seem in the show, um, that some things that he quote unquote stumbled upon was actually put there by the production mm. staff just to make things uh, seem more interesting. There was also an accusation that a bear, that he encountered was actually uh, a crewman dressed up as a bear. Really? Yes. Uh, is there a video? Like, on an episode? On an episode? I couldn't find any video of it. But there was an accusation that it was not a, I'd like a to real see, I mean, bear. I feel like I want to see the tape. I want to see <laughs> how good that bear looked. <laughs> Let me see if I can... I'll do it live. And I'll come back. What and... are you going to search for that? Because it's a, it's a tough... Because Bear Grylls has the word bear in his name. <laughs> so the Google search... The Google's going to get confused. So it was a grizzly attack... No way. Wait, so what you're looking at is obviously a no human way. bear. Did, really? Oh, I'm gonna have to po- I'm gonna post this on our Instagram or Twitter like, or something like that. This isn't even an accusation. This is like This a is fact. this is bad. <laughs> it's just the bear head on a person. It's a bear head on a person. And you they're not even wearing gloves. So here's like, the thing, did you can see the human hand. Did he how, uh, this is, So uh, they tried to portray this as a as an actual bear attack on the show? Uh, I uh, Yeah, I won't make you read the whole thing right he, now. I think in some sort of interaction, yeah. Huh. So, like, I don't totally mind if he's, like, faking things for, like, either drama or, like, education. But if he's saying they're re- if he's, like, presenting them as real, then that is a little bit... Uh... Uh, yeah, it, says, it reads here, Apparently in great danger, Bears bravely filmed a black shape rustling around the embers of his campfire before telling viewers of the dangers of wild bears and fleeing the camp. Uh, claim, someone claimed that the show was not a man-eating grizzly, but actually a colleague in a costume. Uh, some people insisted that it was just a prank. But the program does include a shot of a dark black shape rustling in the camp a few feet away. 
So it seems like they were using this to make it seem as though he was in the presence of a grizzly bear. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so a couple other things I saw too. Uh, he, Bear Grylls has admitted that he likes the taste of his own urine. Oh boy. Go for it. Uh, he has once said, I don't care if it's gross. I'll choke down an animal's genitals if it means survival. All right. All right thanks for sharing. Yep. Uh, he has also revealed, now this is him saying it, so I don't know if it's true or not, that when he drank his own urine uh, in the middle of a desert episode, his crew did as well because they hadn't brought any extra water and they wanted to have the full experience of being stranded and resorting to whatever it takes to survive. Really embracing the whole title of the show right there. Yeah, I don't know. If I was on that crew and they didn't bring me water in the <laughs> desert, I would quit. I'd be like, I could have died on this show. No, thank right. you. I feel like that's definitely breaking some kind of union Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty. You can't just dehydrate it's or you know. Pretty nasty. Um, a couple other things I'll add. These, I guess, we're kind of into like trivia here. A little <laughs> yep. fun fact. Um, Bear Grylls. His real name is Edward Michael Grylls, but at the age of one week old, apparently, this early on, his sister gave him the nickname Bear. I actually buy that because, um, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I just think I can see that's possible. It's just perfect as uh, a name for this type of guy. You know, this yeah. this adventurer, his name is Bear. Now, I will add uh, one more thing, and then if you have anything you want to add for uh, Steve from Minecraft, there is a show on Netflix, and it is called You Verse Wild, and it is an interactive show oh, with yeah, Bear Grylls. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that. And I went through a little bit of the first episode, and I was really hoping that it was going to be an interactive show where if you made the wrong choice something bad happened yeah, yeah but no matter what you did it always ends the same way oh like the sh the first episode starts off you're on a, a a water plane and bear girls is about to jump out and he says to you what should i bring should i bring a uh, grappling hook or should i bring and i forget what the other one was because i chose grappling hook and then he's like good choice and then it moves on to the next thing so if you want to really get into that bear girl spirit and feel like you're uh living with him in the wild definitely check that out on netflix chris do you have anything you want to add for uh minecraft steve um i have some general minecraft trivia that's fine um originally the game was called cave game and uh the first version was created in six days really six days yeah i mean I don't, it wasn't like the full featured game we know of today but right that was his first uh, iteration um so uh it was called cave game then it was called Minecraft colon Order of the Stone. Then it was changed to just Minecraft. What in order in terms of Order of the Stone, what are they referring to? Like the ore or just any of the resources that you can Yeah, go I after? probably just the crafting nature okay. and the fact there's a lot of stone, I would assume. Yeah. I don't really know. Um so there's an enemy called a ghast, which I don't even know what it is. It might be like a ghost. Uh, the audio was uh, is a sleeping cat from the from Minecraft's music producer. That's cool. He recorded his cat waking up from sleeping. Uh, inspired by other games like Dungeon Keeper, Roller Coaster Tycoon, Infiniminer, and Dwarf Fortress. Wait, I thought Dwarf Fortress was like after Minecraft. Did I read that wrong? Oh no, it says it was inspired by other known computer games. Maybe there's just maybe they just remade Dwarf Fortress. I don't know. There's nothing like crazy funny. I just thought that those were like I some good say, basic. I will say though, uh, I look nothing like Steve from Minecraft. I agree. Actually, does it say is he is he black? 
So that's another thing too. I, I also one of the, the the pictures that came up when I searched that looked like a, a character with darker skin. Which yeah, I, I have no problem. I mean, whatever. Just I didn't know how he looked. I was getting all these different conflicting images. Yeah, I didn't so know which one to choose. Like for the, the character thumbnail. has darker skin. I just didn't know if he's right. Like, I've seen. I saw some with a goatee, one without. I saw one with darker skin, one without. That's why I, I just went with the one that was on the wiki. Uh, commons page for for steve from minecraft that way i'm like all right that that seems like it's pretty widely uh, agreed upon as to as to his look but i guess is it is it like can you change the way the character looks it, like can you can you do that at all or? i mean you put armor on so you usually just see your okay armor. so that's pretty much it's pretty much all the base character then the same base character yeah i think so okay, either the way it looks steve or alex so so like now there's you actually can like customize your avatar uh it might so there's like two versions of the game now there's like the um uh what what do they call it like java edition and bedrock edition and there's like slight differences now because um the the bedrock edition is what like microsoft puts out for all like consoles and stuff you can only i think you can only play the java edition on pc still so there's like some slight differences but anyway they did it they do have a whole thing about like customizing your avatar now that's cool to make it more like you said like you're you know, it's supposed to be like yourself, yourself yeah. in that in that role. Yeah, I guess that game pretty much is like the ultimate like survival. You know, you starting out on your own and yeah, except for the fact it. like like you pointed out, not having like some survival mechanics. Like there is a good amount of survival games that have like hunger, thirst, all those like, other things. Yeah, like right. some some games might even include like having like sanity, like mental health type right. of things. Like you see a ghost and you get scared and you have to do something to to try to treat yeah. that. I'm sure Danielle Russo has had some. She's mental issues had a traumatic life yeah. yeah having her daughter kidnapped from her and just living on an island alone for 16 years having to murder her own husband not yeah not good a uh, couple of facts i want to add here about danielle russo so you listeners may have picked up maybe not that uh her name comes from the french philosopher jean-jacques russo which a lot of the characters in lost come from Enlightenment thinkers. There's John Locke. There is a Faraday. There, uh, oh man, who else is there? The mother. There's a Faraday's mother. Maybe her name's Faraday too. There's, I don't there's, remember. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, there's that's all right. There's there's a bunch of them uh, sprinkled throughout the show. Um, but mainly the main reason why she's uh, named after Jean Jacques Rousseau is because uh, Jean-Jacques Rousseau, he was a very uh, independent person, just like Danielle Rousseau is. You know, she lives by herself on the island for pretty much the entire show. And Jean-Jacques Rousseau, he was a big believer and supporter of the social contract theory uh, in which that the government restricted man from their full potential. And he wanted men to just be left alone and just let them live their life, essentially, which is kind of how Danielle Rousseau's character is, just living out her time uh, alone on the island. Um, now, one thing I do want to add is that uh, the character of Daniel Rousseau uh, is played by actress Mira Furlin. And uh, I'm not sure if anyone listening or I don't know if you're familiar with this show, Chris. There's a show back in the late 90s called Babylon 5. I've heard of it, but I never. Yeah, my dad it. is a huge Babylon 5 fan. And I watched a lot of it growing up. And she was one of the main characters on that show. She played. Uh, a Minbari ambassador named Delenn, and uh, she was really big on that show. But doing my research, I was really sad to find out that the actress Mira Furlan, she just passed away this January, the age of 65. 
That's who played. That's um, who played Danielle Russo. Oh. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, she uh, she had some complications due to the West Nile virus. It doesn't seem like it was COVID related. Um, yeah, she just passed away this past January. So, um, you know, unfortunately for her and her family, they have to go through that, especially during the past year that we've had. But I thought I thought she was fantastic on Lost and on Babylon Five. Also, she she's a really good actress. Uh, I don't know if she's been in anything else that's like super big. Um, definitely Lost and Babylon Five specifically are the two big things that she was known for. So, like I mentioned, uh, Lost is free to watch on IMDb. If anyone wants to go check that out, great show. If you were willing to go into it, you can get it done in a month, probably sooner. But it Controversial is... ending. Some people are very unhappy with the ending. Correct. I am on the side that I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I didn't have an issue with the ending in particular. I, I feel mine like a, are more like gener- general issues. I feel like show. a lot of people that I've spoken to, they're like, I don't get it. And yes. me personally, I thought it was pretty clear what they were going for. Yeah, by the end. Like, by the end. I yeah. thought it was pretty cut and dry what they were trying to get at. I agree. But, yeah. Still, still good show. Um, all right, so that's what we're looking at, Chris. Anything you want to add before we get out of here? Uh, no, no. This was this was a fun talk talking about uh, Man versus Wild. It was a good idea. Yeah, whoever thought, whoever, of, whoever thought of that episode. Yeah, if any of you uh, listeners were the ones that suggested it, let us know so that way we can make sure you get the the due credit because we always appreciate our listeners giving us ideas. And if anyone plays that uh, Man versus or You versus Wild game, let us know how you make out. Or so you can't you can't die though. I don't think so. Uh, I thought it'd be like a fun like drinking game i was curious yeah. if we could uh, let's go for the river <laughs> see what happens your tv just like shuts down <laughs> like you like you die or whatever just like netflix closes yeah. like up oh, wrong decision all right so there's going to be a poll on our uh, website whoincast.com slash vote and also in the show notes where you can vote for who you think would win man versus wild going between steve from minecraft and danielle Rousseau from loss and then we'll look at the results in our next episode Chris, anything else? No, that's all. all. Cool. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, make sure you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and our website, whowincast.com. Subscribe and rate wherever you listen to podcasts. And please continue to participate in our show. For the Who Wincast, this has been Steve. And this has been Chris. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Four, eight, 15, 16, and 23 with the mega number 42.